Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 84 of the Showbound Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Raskin, here as always with Ethan Cardwell. And Card's been a while. Good to see your face. Not as uh, big and puffed up, but still a little bruised, but how you doing? Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it is going back a while now thinking about it. I, I was just thinking about what you were talking about. And yeah, I, I got cut about two and a half weeks ago. And yeah, it's been it's been some time since we've had an episode. So obviously, it's great to catch up. And we haven't been talking too much. Some snaps here and there, some texts, uh, getting a scoop on your vacation and the start of the Brock season and all that. So I think we got a lot to catch up on here. So I'm excited. I mean, we haven't actually just a preface for the listeners too like we haven't talked at all like we've purposely kind of set this up so that we could like legit just kind of catch up on the pod and going forward from this week like our plan is to have a guest on every week again and kind of go from there and get back to our roots and like keep producing banger episodes every week but uh yeah man my face is healed up all nice and well a little bit like for the youtube listeners just a little scar so uh i'm happy with the doc's performance uh in the in the stitches department there but uh let's hear a little bit about your trip because that was the most recent thing okay well yeah i'm literally still jet lagged right now like in my head and in my body it's i don't know like almost 5 a.m in my head as we record this right now so i'm i'm tired like i just had a coffee before this so i could stay up but um yeah i went uh for two weeks on a cruise went to um it, it was pretty cool went to italy greece turkey albania slovenia and montenegro and montenegro is like the most undercover sick country I, like you never hear about people going to montenegro and i i didn't really know what to expect i i don't know i was just excited to go see a new place and this country was so cool and uh, i'm not going to sit here and talk about montenegro the whole time but like just google image like montenegro people listening to this it, it, it was beautiful and i got to like climb a mountain there and stuff um it was it was a lot of fun so yeah it was a good trip it was a good time um a lot of food a lot of drinks a lot of fun times and uh yeah i mean i don't i don't want to get get too into into it and I, i've been talking about this all day because it's my first day back at uh the ring for practice today and everyone's like how was the trip how was the trip and i'm like saying the same stuff over and over and over to every guy it was, i was i'm like getting sick of hearing my voice um <laughs> But uh, it was it was so much fun, man. It was it was definitely a good time. Yeah, and you won some money at the Chino too. Let's hear a bit about that. Oh my god! Okay, so I go to the blackjack table, and uh, I, I was with my family on this cruise. So it was me, my brother, my mom, and my dad, <clears throat> and I'm at the blackjack table, and my my mom gives me and my brother both twenty bucks, and she's like, "Like we didn't even have to use our own money. Like, I'm fine to spend my own twenty, but she's like, Here's, yeah. both of you have twenty bucks. Like, have fun." So we go to the blackjack table and uh, we're watching me, like my brother and my mom and my dad were just watching me. Like they don't know how to play blackjack and stuff. And the table, like great people. We were all, it was one of those tables where um, everyone was like on the same team, like chatting and like yeah. cheering for each other. And even the dealer was so nice. She was like saying congrats whenever we're winning and like wishing good luck every hand. I also, I had nine blackjacks. Like absurd. I just kept getting blackjack and three of them came when they shuffle, they ask if someone wants to cut the deck. I would cut the deck. And then first hand after the cut, I got blackjack three times. It was just like, it was nuts. nuts, I ended up winning a lot of money. Um, 
And uh, I texted you the number. I don't want to talk about my gambling too much on on this, and I don't do it too often. But it was, but but winning at that table with like everyone cheering, and my my parents and my brother like behind me watching and cheering, like it was so fun just having everyone there. It yeah. it was like it was a really good time. But um, yeah, we got to hear about San Jose. Like that's we'll we'll start with San Jose, and and before I send it over to you, like like you said, there's gonna be no guest this this episode we're going to talk about some of our stuff catch up we're going to get into some nhl stuff fan questions predictions um that sort of stuff later but yeah let's hear about san jose there's a lot let's i guess go from the beginning like when you got there and just tell me all about and i'll ask questions as they come up just jumping in with a quick ad break for those of you listening in the niagara region or anywhere in ontario if you're into wine or spirits check out archives wine and spirit merchants at 39 james street in downtown st Catharines. You can find local wines that aren't available in the LCBO. So uh, some famous wineries or ones you haven't heard of that you can't find a bottle anywhere in the LCBO. This is where you're going to find it. Archives Wine and Spirits and tell them the Showbound podcast sent you. You can also go in and have a drink, a $5 glass of wine if you tell them you came from the Showbound podcast. Uh, sit and drink, browse the shelves for some wines. And uh, if you're not in the region and you want to order online, you can get your wine delivered to you. Go to www.myarchives.ca. Once again, that's Archives Wine and Spirit Merchants, 39 James Street, downtown St. Catharines. Yeah, man, obviously, like, we kind of had decided that that was going to be the way we were going to go about it. Like, I I had a huge camp coming up, so we were going to go no episodes, just try to, like, dial in and stuff like that for myself. So, yeah, and that's kind of where we left off. It was the night before I flew, and... uh, for our loyal listeners who are right back on the bandwagon now it's uh it's, we're happy to have you back but uh it was an awesome experience man like you know you go to a camp there's a lot of nerves uh, a lot of i don't know expectations maybe or uncertainty surrounding what's what's going to happen especially with my situation and we'll get into that in a little bit but um yeah you get i flew in for prospect tournament obviously got to see all the guys that i've kind of been drafted with and been brought up in the San Jose camps and stuff like that with. So awesome to see a bunch of familiar faces and stuff like that. And then boom, it was like two, three days of, we did fitness testing and stuff like that. And actually one of the, I did one of the harder, uh, it was one of the harder days of my life actually at the rink. So we did, uh, we did a skating test and the skating test was hard, man. So we did, it was like, you start on the goal line or you start on the dot you skate to the blue line, you skate to the goal line in like kind of a zigzag. And then you go all the way down to the other end, do a figure eight around both uh, face off dot or face off circles. And then you sprint all the way through the red line. And then you get about 20 seconds of rest and then you do it all over again. So, uh, and that was eight times through that. Oh so, man. Yeah. By the end, my legs were feeling like cement and mind you, this was all coming after uh, having to do fitness testing in the morning and giving blood. So, oh it was a, wow, dude, it was a day and a half. Um, I heard. I, I don't know if you want to pump your own tires. I heard. I don't even know if it's true that you were like among the best at all the fitness testing. I did all right. I mean, I don't like to talk about that stuff, and you know that. But that's why I bring God, it up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, I I uh, train hard in the summers. Take pride in that stuff, and obviously for for our young listeners, like for for the people trying to make it, like. I'm in that same boat, just like trying to get an edge anywhere I can. So like, I felt like that was one of the things that like I I'm good at personally. So yeah, you have to kind of flourish in your areas of strength. And 
and, and that's what I did. And I, I felt really good about that. And that kind of gave me some confidence going into the rest of the camp. And we had prospect tournament and, and it went well, man. Like it was super cool to be at the new Barracuda rink. Um, oh, I know it's such I sent a nice you, rink, man. Oh, yeah, I sent, I sent you a couple pictures and like for an AHL arena, it's the perfect size. And it's just gorgeous, obviously state of the art. And the the arena, like the dressing room, is incredible for a uh, for an AHL facility. So, um, from that standpoint, and it's connected to the Sharks, um, like the the Sharks' main practice ring too. So it made everything easier in that sense. So yeah, and then from there, prospect tournament, we got the word if we were going to main camp or not. And I was fortunate enough to, to go to main camp after, after a good showing at rookie camp. Like I felt like I played really well, did my thing kind of, uh, I don't know if I turned heads or not, like, but I felt like I definitely put myself on the map as a, as a, as a decent player. And like, I, I just did like everything that I felt I could to showcase myself and, uh, in the role that, I, that I'm trying to make it as a, as a pro hockey player. And, it's not going to be like scoring a million goals at the, at the start. Like I'm not going to crack the lineup being a skill guy right away. It's going to be like penalty killing, hardworking hockey, making plays on the wall. So I, I feel like I executed kind of all those areas in my game. Um, and then, yeah, moving into main camp. So. Well, actually also a question about, about the rookie um, tournament and stuff uh before we even get into main camp like did you feel because i was watching all those games as you know and, and my roommates where we were like cheering you on the whole time and stuff but we're seeing the lineups like they were giving you every opportunity to succeed like putting you on the first line like all that stuff did you feel like you were given uh like a good opportunity and then um did they talk to you at all about that stuff like putting you on a line with guys that are ba- like like i think you were on a line with gushin and bordalo and, and like stuff like that yeah, like we, um, there was no real talk about it. It was more or less just like I'd come into the rank and I'd be like continuously, like I'd move up the lineup and it was just like, hey, you played well last night, like keep it going. So like I obviously knew I was doing the right thing. So it was more or less just like kind of tapping into that every day and just saying like, okay, I'm doing the right things. Like people are liking what I'm doing. I just got to continue to do this and hopefully I'll have success. So it was one of those things, you know, it's just more like self-belief, like, okay, I'm getting rewarded. So I might as well not change anything up. Just try to keep doing the same things. And yeah, like, like you said, yeah, I got, I got a bunch of opportunity and I, I could never complain about the opportunities that I was given there because uh, I, I was given a lot and I felt like I made the most of it. Um, and yeah, like, like I said, with the fitness testing, more, more of that confidence factor just continued to carry over to main camp. And I felt like I had a great showing there as well. And, it's obviously pretty cool. Like I was, I was fortunate enough with it split up into three teams there. So I was on a team with uh, Carlson, Meyer, Hurdle. So just, just to be on the ice with those guys every day, like doing battle drills and stuff like that, man, it's like, you don't really appreciate it until you go home to your hotel room and you think like, wow. Okay. So like, I just did a one-on-one against Eric Carlson, like <laughs> the guys in Norris winner, like obviously one of the best defensemen, He's like, so rich too. Uh, oh, I know. It's ridiculous. Like the amount of, yeah, it's silly. But anyway, yeah, just like incredible. And like the just the plays they make and stuff. And you get a backdoor pass from Timo Meyer or something, like an all-star last year in the NHL. And it's like, what's going on? But uh you, you kind of have to just like forget about that and just know that you're there for a reason too. So like that's what I was doing and just kind of digging in and yeah, like after main camp, it was like 
going into the preseason games, uh, they called me up uh, along with a bunch of other guys. And they, so actually it's kind of funny. Cause I was like, when I got called up to the office, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, looks like I was a bit disappointed. I'm like, ah, I'm going back to junior, like whatever. I did what I could. Um, obviously it's just like not the right time, right place for me right now. Um, and they called me in and they were like, yeah, you're, uh, you're going to be going down to Barracuda camp. Uh, and I, 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 I kind of like, like I, I thought they, they like misworded it or something. Like I wasn't sure what was going on. I was like, are you sure? Like um, in my head, but like, I was like, Oh yeah. Like perfect. Like, yeah. Like obviously I'm super excited about that. Like it was great news for me, continue to get more of a look, um, be able to showcase myself on that level. So um, that was pretty cool. Um it was almost like the low of lows. Like I was so disappointed. And then I was like, so happy again, like all perked up and just ready for Barracuda camp. So then we proceed to do like a week before training camp of just like six guys skates. Uh, that's where the scar happened in battle drills. Uh, when a guy's swinging a stick around and got me in the face. So it not ideal bad too, man. Well, it, it was quite bad at the time. Definitely. Uh, could have been worse though. I mean, it could have been fractures in the face and stuff like that. So, uh, count my blessings there that I got pretty lucky with only a few stitches and a, and a mean scar makes me look like a tough guy now. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. And then it was like three days into that. Um, I'm having breakfast in the AHL lounge, just getting ready for our little pre-camp games and stuff like that, like practices. And they're like, yeah, you're going back up to the sharks. I like, I'm like what because like there's, there's a bunch of signed guys down there and stuff like that and they go yeah you're gonna go uh back skate with the sharks again and I'm like thinking like what what's going on here so uh anyway yeah just like another opportunity just take it and run with it like obviously they liked what I was doing again so I was just super happy about that and just went back up there and when I when I went back up for the second time I felt like so confident there like I felt like I was making plays like just like I felt like I fit in no problem and it, it started to feel like second nature to make these plays and play with these guys and be at that high level and like battle these big, like full grown men out there. So, um, I did a few days up there again and then went back down to the Barracuda, um, proceeded to go through all of main camp there, which was like another seven days played in an AHL exhibition game, which was awesome. Great experience. I want to get into that too, by the way. Yeah, man. It was like, it was, uh, it was definitely like the first period. I felt like my legs were a little bit like just a little bit heavy. Like I almost felt like a little bit nervous. Like, you know, you know, you're kind of like fighting for a spot on the team. Right. So you're, you're just like, you're trying to do everything you can, but you're, you're almost overthinking it a little bit, but I, and I'm like 10 minutes. And I'm like, it's just hockey. I just got to settle in and play my game. Like there's a reason I'm here. Um, from there, the game got a lot smoother, a lot easier for me. Unfortunately, we, we didn't win, but it was a great opportunity to kind of see what that level's like. And, and I don't think it's that far off. Like it's, it's just all about kind of right time, right place, just more confidence. I think it's more confidence than anything. If you're confident in yourself and your abilities to play at any level, I think you can fit right in because you obviously have the skill set if you're there for a reason. Right. So all in all, after that, um, it, it, I think day or two after that game, they called me in and just said, you know, like right now there's, there's a lot of guys here and, it's uh it's not the time for you now but uh continue to work and, and good things will come so uh i left on a very positive note now i was really happy with uh 
with how things went there. Uh, they gave me a lot of opportunity. And, and like I just said, there's, there's so many guys there in San Jose this year for, for me to have been there this year, it might not have been the best for my development. So to, to actually be sent back to Barry now, I'm back to the OHL. Uh, it allows for me to be able to play more minutes and, and kind of use this last year of junior to develop my game and build my confidence even more for when I am there, then hopefully I'm, I'm solidified in the lineup rather than being bounced in and out and maybe down to the East coast and stuff like that. So I, I feel like for my development path, this is the perfect opportunity and I wouldn't trade anything in from that camp. It was, it was an awesome experience. And I know we were talking throughout and I've been blabbing for a long time, but, uh, I'm glad that I could uh, fill you in and, and the rest of the uh, listeners on kind of what went down there, but yeah, great time overall. Yeah. Like, and, and that's a good breakdown. And like, like you said, I've been dying to get kind of to hear all about it. I know the listeners have been even more so than me. And even a few of them are messaging me, messaging the showbound account. Like I'm checking Twitter all the time too. like see getting tags with, with your name on how you're playing. And, and you know, like the photographers are sending me pictures of you and stuff. Like it was, yeah. uh, it was, it was pretty funny. I'm like a, like a media guy again. Um, <laughs> but um, what else was it? You're, you're kind of, so you're kind of going the Brandon co route. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Like he obviously goes back, he drafted to the Sharks, goes back for his OA year, dominated last year in the OHL. Now he's in the AHL, and I, I think, like, I mean, you never want to say, like, someone's solidified spot, but I'm pretty sure he's got, like, a pretty safe spot over there. Um, and I mean, like, yeah, his second game there, he got uh, two goals the other night. So, like, I, I've been talking to him a lot, too, and, like, just talking to him about going back to junior and stuff like that, you know, like, he obviously said it was the right thing for him. It worked out. And, like, San Jose, like we we've mentioned many times, they have a great track record with those OAs. So I'm just kind of in the process of just, trusting them and trusting they know what's best for my development and I I'm all in on that and obviously I have all the faith in myself that I'm going to continue to get better this year and yeah hopefully follow in those footsteps of having a good OA year and building my habits to be able to be a pro next year and you're off to a really good start already and uh like we could get into the Barry stuff now and then uh I want to touch on some Brock stuff in a bit but even just going back like your confidence has to be high. Like, especially I think you're almost two points per game to start. I don't want to like start talking about points and stuff, but you're, you're, you're <laughs> three, three games in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's projected to over two points, almost two per game, but I don't, anyway, points don't even matter. Like um, for now, but you're, you're obviously off to a good start and your team's looking good. And I guess um, there's a chance that Clark, he comes back still, I guess, after the nine game thing. I don't know how that stuff works or whatever. Like he, he looks like he's doing well in LA, but like Barry could be nasty this year. You could be, you are a leader on a really good OHL team right now. So like, what, what's it like for you being back there? Yeah, obviously, like you said, lots of confidence coming back. And I feel like it's not, it's not about scoring all the million goals, getting a million assists, points, stuff like that. It's not about that. Like the biggest takeaway that I got from going to San Jose is it's really none of that matters they know you can do that you just have to go out there and show them the effort that they want to see to be able to translate to a pro hockey game and like for me it's just like like I I don't know like when I was younger 17 even maybe 18 like just before my draft and stuff I was more like okay like maybe maybe I got an assist or, or two assists but I didn't play great but I was still like happy with the game now it's more or less just like 
if I don't play well, like if I don't have good habits, like if I don't get in shooting lanes, if I don't win the faceoffs, win my puck battles, win races, like I evaluate my games on that now. So I think that's going to be a big thing for me this year. It's a, it's not going to be about trying to get points and trying to cheat plays for points. It's going to be trying to focus in on the details that are going to allow me to be a better player at that next level rather than, okay, I want to just come down here and try to light it up. It's more or less just, I need to use this opportunity to get better. So like that, it's just like the confidence factor of being able to make those plays against the wall. Uh, when you were just doing it against a 35 year old, 15 year pro, um, it makes things a little bit easier, obviously when you're going against a 16 year old player, but uh, at the same time, it's like, okay, I need to keep my energy up and practice each day. Um, I need to practice at the same level that I was there every day to continue to better myself, just rather than trying to stay stagnant and just like doing my thing, going through the motions. I have to keep pushing the pace if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, working hard in practice is so important and you see it like the, the Crosby's of the world and the McKinnon's like the guys who practice, like they play and bring that intensity every day to, to their job, to the rink. And like, I see it with some guys at Brock, like th- those are the ones who you can tell they want to be a pro and it, it's definitely important. Um, and, and one thing I wanted to mention, and I want to go more into Barry stuff too, but uh, the Thomas Bordalo face-off thing that I noticed in the prospects tournament. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I I have. So it's, can, it's can you explain it for the listeners who don't? And then I just I'm just curious, like what your thoughts are. Yeah, it's it's definitely something that I've I've only seen it like a few times ever. I've never seen it like in person. So he's a left-handed shot, but when he takes, so obviously everybody knows you flip your bottom hand over to take a draw most times, more often than not. So he would. On his other side, when he's on his weak side, when he's on his forehand side, he'll flip the stick around. So he'll have his lefty stick, but hold it like a righty would so that his curve is actually going back towards the defenseman rather than using the backhand to take it back. But just allowing himself to still take that same motion on the draw as he would on his strong side, on his weak side. So he actually flips the stick around and does it the other way, which... I think it's pretty cool. Like it, it works well for him. Like I feel like it would take a lot of practice. Like what are your thoughts? I think it's it's great. I I've actually never seen it before other than that. Like the first time I noticed it, I was like what is he doing? And it seems really <laughs> smart and you can kind of hug the puck a little more if it's like if you don't get it directly in the middle, like if you get it off the toe, like you could you could win a couple draws and then the other thing is like if you are dominant on one side of your face-offs and you can do that same like if you can take a face off from any side do the same motion like you master that and just flip your stick whatever side you're on and you can like you could probably improve your percentage a lot um and uh i might have talked about this last year but we have a a guy who teaches face offs to our brock team zenon kanopka um mm-hmm. and he's the second highest all-time uh face off percentage in nhl history with uh some absurd number like 70 something percent um, yeah, and he has some really good face-off uh, insight, and I, I I'm gonna ask him about this Bordalo thing. I want I want to hear what a, what he would think of that, but I think it's creative, it's smart, and uh, obviously it's working for him. And I, I bet we're gonna see a lot more people doing it. So um, that that was pretty cool. And then um, other Barry stuff too. I I wanted to know like how the games are going from uh like a 
a competitiveness side? Like, is there, is there chirping going on already? Is there some rivalry, some tension, like fights, like how, how's that stuff going on? Honestly, in my first two, actually my first game was in Sudbury. It was a two one game. It was crazy, man. Like Sudbury was buzzing. Like the people were going nuts. Like fans were losing it on us and we snuck out the win in overtime. And it was, it was pretty cool to shush the crowd where upon it scored. I, I was fortunate enough to get an assist on the play. So Actually, I came out, I took a penalty during overtime. So I'm like, ah, oh, right. I just screwed the team over here. Here we go. A first game back and I'm already ruining it. Um, but uh, no, fortunate, fortunate enough, the boys got the kill for me and puck came right out to me after after my penalty. I went back into our own end, collected it and able to make a play and, and he did the rest from there. But um, nothing too crazy, man. Uh, no fighting, anything like that. Um no, no roughhousing even yet for me. Um, but the competitiveness of the games are there. You know, everyone's battling out there. And, and you can definitely tell, like, it is a little bit different in the battles when you go from the AHL and NHL down to the OHL. Guys just aren't as strong and stuff. So, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's been great. And it's nice to be back and be playing in, in this league. And I'm, I'm so comfortable here now. And it, just trying to elevate myself and, but the games themselves, like, uh, pretty good, man. Like, we lost in overtime uh, yesterday in North Bay in a, in a tough kind of heartbreaking loss there. Uh, tough on a back-to-back. But, actually, we had a, a crazy comeback the other day. Um, yeah, four goals in the third period. I've been keeping a close eye, man. Like, what is going on? T- tell me about that game. Yeah, bro. We had f- four goals in the last six minutes and 17 oh. seconds or something like that. It was nuts. Um yeah, I don't. I don't even know what happened. I we were down five three. Um, or we down. We we're down five two. Yeah, we we're down five two. I blink at six five. I'm like, all right, we'll take that. Two points in regulation too. They don't even get a point out of it. It was crazy, man. So uh, it was. Uh, it was nice to get back and get those uh, get those under my belt and kind of get the feet wet. And now I kind of feel like I'm in full motion now uh back with the boys just like in the routine and everything like that so i feel like can only get better from here and i'm excited about uh what the future is gonna hold yeah man i'm pumped and uh what when do you guys come to niagara i don't know i i know we have back-to-back home games this weekend we gotta come soon because they haven't been there yet when i was gone and stuff like that so i'm not sure but i've been rambling on too long let's hear a bit about brock okay well we're nasty this year. There's also someone's like lighting fireworks behind me. I don't know if you can hear it. So I apologize if you guys hear like some booming. Um, no, but I I saw you guys were number eight. Yeah, we're we're eighth in the country now. I think we'll be higher. The rankings come out uh, tomorrow. The new ones. I think we should be higher than that. Um, so it's looking good. I mean, the it the rankings don't necessarily matter, obviously, but it's nice to get the recognition. But we're we're a top ten ego. team. It's an ego boost for the GM. Yeah, like we're 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 really good. We haven't given up a goal five on five yet. Um, That's silly. Through uh through three games, we've only given up two goals through three games, and both were like not none five on five yet. So like we're we're good, man. I mean, we won the first game six nothing. Won the second game four nothing. Like I don't know. The the team's looking really good. We I got my first recruit of the year today. Um, official. So, I saw and, that. Yeah, it's uh. Jonah Boria, who uh, is the captain of the Falcons, and that's where I met him, like on the Falcons last year. The guy was the playoff MVP, and the goal was like 
30 points in 20 playoff games as a D-man last year. Like, he he was buzzing, and he's he's fast, like, skates like the wind. Like, he's really good, big. I'm actually pumped about uh about it. So that was exciting. We had his family into tour the rink and so it's it's so nice now that we have this brand new rink with like gorgeous facilities for the players because like we bring in players and their families on a tour and it feels pro. Like our our setup is is really nice. And and actually talking about Brock stuff too, Rochi, this guy's on another level. Like it's unbelievable. There's AHL scouts every game talking about him right now. Like he's gonna get himself an A deal um that's that's awesome that's he, that's good to hear man like because he's he was such a good player and i'm so happy like for your guys program too because it, it seems like every year you guys just continue to elevate your program like nobody kind of like thought you you guys may have had the team to do what you did last year and and you pulled it off and now this year like you guys are kind of going in as like all right th- these are the dogs now and you guys are just kind of even elevating your game even more so like i feel like the sky's the limit this year and like obviously with you're getting good recruits as well so yeah we're uh we're in the mix on a couple good old guys as well already we're getting on the the recruiting early but um it's exciting man it's it's really fun to be a part of it and i i gotta tell you this story this happened a while ago now but but it happened after our our latest most recent episode or whatever so this story is crazy so it's our headshot day um okay and i hadn't shaved in like a week and i'm so i'm gonna i'm gonna like trim it up like make myself look all clean and it the headshots what, what time, i don't know it was like 9 a.m or 9 30 a.m we had to go in for like these headshots and i'm i'm shaving i'm i, I don't know why I, no, normally i i only use my right hand i'm a righty to shave both sides but for some reason i must have been using my left hand on my left side you were and, getting a bit cocky eh feeling yourself yeah i know like on headshot day too like (laughs) what am i thinking and so the way my bathroom's set up by the way i have like my sink and my mirror where i'm shaving and directly to the right of that is my toilet and so i'm as i'm switching like doing the handoff to my right hand i draw i fumbled my razor and i dropped it and it went in the toilet and i have half my face is shaved and half has a beard no. The razors in the toilet and it broke and for the record for the record was not a manscaped razor manscaped okay. is well, waterproof it's that's waterproof why. i should have been using it and showbound 20 percent off and free shipping if i did use it but um so i drop it in the toilet it doesn't work i have half a beard it's 9 a.m there's <laughs> photos at 9 30 and <laughs> i'm i'm scrambling i'm like what am i doing I'm, and so i I have to buy another one. Like I can't show up like this. So I go to the mall with half a beard and I, I love that. I'm wearing, my, awesome. I'm wearing my Brock hockey polo in the mall. Now I, I wore a mat, a face mask. Oh, okay. That's, smart. I, that's I, actually smart. Yeah. It's, I think it's still like dumb. Cause like you could still see like a good chunk, but so I, I, I was like covering my face to the best I could anyway. So I'm, and, and now I'm, I'm like running late and I have to go get the, get this thing so <laughs> i come back i come back to still see I, my razor's still in the toilet i didn't even take it out. <laughs> like and so i finished shaving i go to headshots i get my headshot like i and it wasn't even a good one i was like panicked and stressed and it was like ruining my day but it was i just remember like thinking what am i doing like how, i've never shaved with my left hand and i just fumbled it and it's in the toilet now like 
Like, the only the there's 364 days that it that wouldn't be a problem. You chose to go left-handed on the one day that it mattered. <laughs> I I couldn't believe it, man. It was it was so funny. And if, if you remember, like a month ago now, I I texted you that I have I have a hilarious story. That that was that. Like I was just that was right when it happened. I was like, I need to talk about this. This is that's that's incredible, man. Because I <laughs> I actually can't believe that. That's crazy. It was it was it was pretty annoying, but um, Brock's going super well. Two more games this weekend: Laurier and and TMU, formerly Ryerson. Um, what did I, what days do you play this weekend? Thursday on the road at Laurier. Friday Ice Dogs home game, and Saturday Brock home game. Oh, cool. yeah, I, I'm three games a week every week between Brock and Ice Dogs. Yeah, and there's there's yeah, you have no off days, man. I actually like. So how, okay, back, sorry, I'm going back to the vacation, but like, how nice was it just to be like, okay, I'm away from things for a little bit. So it, it's weird, man. Like I, I can't turn it off. Like I, I actually, it might be a problem. Like I, I'm thinking about work the whole time and I'm sitting there and I'm still working from like, and it, you know, I didn't have to go to games and stuff and it, it was a really good vacation and not have to like deal with it all day. But I was like stressed not being there, especially because yeah. like with Brock, I mean, we don't really have any any staff like it's the head coach the assistant coach and me that that's the, the the entire staff so i was like so me not being there is a big hit compared to like the ice dogs where it doesn't really matter like there's a bunch of staff um so for that i and you know my my heart and soul is like in this brock team it's it's my sixth season with the team now like i've put a lot into it so to not be there i was like more stressed so the, <laughs> like it was it was pretty crazy especially at such an important time of the year like yeah and, and okay and actually i want to so i sent you this dm i got a hilarious dm of this guy who was like how oh, are this you? is funny yeah he's like yeah yeah you're gonna ditch the brock team at the start of the year but <laughs> I, let me i want to pull up exactly what he said um yeah he he goes what wtf is going on with the pod and how are you in montenegro during brock season <laughs> so he's totally calling you out man like hey buddy like don't you have a job to be doing like what are you doing <laughs> but hey the boys went three and oh without me so i was almost hesitant to come back because obviously like things are i don't want to mess with the mojo but um it was uh so that was funny but then yeah and the ice dogs like obviously they're obviously like everyone knows the ice dogs it's pretty interesting time to be in the ice dogs office like i think the stat is like over 40 percent of all trades in the ohl this year have been involving the ice dogs like they've been yeah wheeling and dealing a lot so it's been interesting at the office to say the least but um obviously like they're they're figuring it out with the new owner and, and coach and gm so i think uh should be good they should be in good shape like you know once once everyone gets settled and and there's some chemistry that gets built but that that it's been interesting and, and yeah it's been going back to like what you were talking about with the vacation it, it was definitely nice to get away but i like i guess i'm a workaholic man I don't yeah, know. you're you're nonstop, bro. I, I actually can't believe it. <laughs> yeah, it's anyways. I'll learn. I'll learn. Uh, it's good to be this way while I'm young. Like I don't want to. I'm not gonna be like this forever. I don't think. But at least for now, I can, I can do it. Um, I I do. We're gonna get into some some NHL stuff shortly. I do just want to quickly mention since we were talking about shaving, I just want to quickly mention our friends at Manscaped. Um. No, no big ad this week, but just want to mention showbound promo code, 20% off and free shipping. Check it out. Everyone knows it's good. We got the gift season coming up with like 
holidays, New Year's, birthdays, whatever it is, like get get some get some manscaped stuff. Showbound promo code twenty percent off free shipping. It's the best, and uh, I'm gonna start using it so I don't drop it in my toilet. So, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, probably a good idea. Okay, let's get into some NHL predictions, and then we're gonna take a look at some of the reverse retro jerseys after, and we're gonna give our opinions on them. I have them, and and for the record, that's gonna be on the screen if you're a YouTube uh, viewer. So if you're not watching on the YouTube, so if you're a listener, now I'm complicating things, go to the YouTube and watch it. So that way you can see what we're talking about. There we go. That I made that harder than it needed to be. Nice. Uh, just, just flip to the YouTube uh, once we do the reverse retro jersey if you want to see which ones we're talking about. Anyway, NHL predictions. So Stanley Cup finals and winner. Who do you have? You go first. Okay, okay, I'm going first. Stanley Cup Finals. I mean, Colorado is going to be in there, and uh, from the East, hard to pick against the Maple Leafs, man. <laughs> no, I think. <laughs> okay, if it's not the Leafs, I think maybe the Florida Panthers. This might be their time with with Matthew Kachuk bringing that playoff grittiness. I think. Uh, I think maybe the Panthers and the Avs and the Avs win. Okay, I was I was liking the Panthers two out of the East. Um, just to be a little different, I think the Avs are probably the favorites to win the Cup again. Um, I know the Leafs are like second in the odds and stuff like that, but I think uh, I think Edmonton out of the West. Like I, I honestly do. I I think they have a pretty good team. I know it's not going to be the Canucks, um, so maybe Edmonton it won't be them. I yeah. I, I don't know if. Uh what the situation is, but I think uh, McDavid got injured tonight. Oh, no. Well, I saw a my... clip of him, like, hitting his back on the post, and I think he left the game and didn't return. Okay, well, then that might jeopardize my next few answers, but let's let's keep it but rolling. But, yeah, we'll, we'll assume he's healthy. I don't know what the situation is yet. And, okay. and he could be – it could all be precautionary that we don't know. Um, but, anyway, um, also, side note, I watched the Jets-Leafs game, and Perfetti is buzzing. Like, he looks so good. Well, yeah, you brought him up about two minutes early because that's going to be my pick. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, what did it, what was the next one? Okay, I have most goals and most points. So who do you got for that? Okay, for goals, um, I'm going to go Stammer. Oh, he's, he's off to a hot start. Right? He, yeah, he's off to a hot start. He's a little bit older now. He's a little bit under the radar. He's a bit forgotten. Matthews is off to a slow start, so I'm gonna go Stammer. But uh, yeah, it's like a dark horse pick. Like I don't want to pick the obvious. Like I don't want to say Matthews, and yeah. obviously you're gonna I don't say think Matthews, Matthews is gonna. But... No, I don't think Matthews is gonna do it this year. No, but I think he's gonna get like a lot more assists. Like I think his his assist game is going up. But I think, and again, assuming McDavid's healthy, I think McDavid might lead the league in goals. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that pick. I'm obviously sure, no. like if we if we're talking healthy, like I'm going McDavid. I think we both are for points. Maybe yeah, Nathan, points for sure. like maybe McKinnon, but I definitely say McDavid for sure. Yeah, he like he's what's crazy with McDavid is like his goals are like end to end beauties. It's not even like he's getting like a backdoor tap and like he's creating everything himself and just doing it. Yeah, like all the other guys, like like a, a Hyman on that team, like the the goals that they're scoring are like him going end to end, but his goals are like still him going end to end. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah, no, he's he's something else, man. So okay, so who do you have for um, 
Who do you have for rookie of the year? I got Fats. Yeah. Cole Perfetti. Um, he slid in nicely to a top six spot on Winnipeg. I've been talking to him. He's real confident. Um, and obviously, he's one of my best friends. So I got I got to go with him. And I'm obviously rooting for him a million times over. So that's my pick. And he's looking great through the first few. Yeah. Does, yeah. does he have a little bit of a temper on the ice? Like, the, he's got a little fire. I think he does have a little bit of fire. Never off the ice. Like, nicest guy ever. Oh, but yeah. I feel like he, he gets ticked off on the ice. Like, he gets grumpy out there. We always tell him he's grumpy. Yeah, in that Leafs game, like he was in the mix a lot, and and like he, he got hit, he got hit from behind. It should have been a penalty. It wasn't, and he gets up and just like two hands a guy, and then there's like a scrum, and he's right in the mix, like like face washing guy, and then I think Bunting like punched him pretty good, like gave him a little glove on Saki. And yeah, then- I know it, and those are like Bunting like has skated with Fets and stuff too in the summers and stuff like that. Both guys from the area, so a little little heated rivalry. I like to see that from him though. It's good to see at a young age too. Yeah, and and honestly, like if you can add a little grit to your game, whether you're a scorer or not, like that that goes a long way. I mean, I said I brought up Kachuk a minute ago, but like guys like Matthew Kachuk and and Nazim Kadri, like those guys who are putting up the points, but they're also like they suck to play against, and and they can you know grit it up with anybody. Like there's a lot of value in players like that. It's kind of the power forward role is coming back. It it went away, it and now it's coming back. It um, is. I love love having a guy like that on my team. Anyway. My rookie of the year pick, Perfetti's a good pick, and um, I would love well, to it, see. It, it seems like there's no standout right now, you know. Well, you, you know who I got, and I I would love to see it be Perfetti, but I'm going Logan Thompson. Oh, I like it. I like it. I I, I see where you're coming from too from that pick. I think like all all he has to do is have a good year. Like if you're a a skater, you need to put up like a certain number of points to do whatever. Like Thompson. Like El- and obviously I know him, so like that I'm a little biased, but um, he doesn't need to put up points or whatever. He just needs to, like if Vegas makes the playoffs, like he might ha- be in a position to win Rookie of the Year. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a possibility. And and he's good. He's already made a couple highlight reel saves. You seen him going around Twitter and stuff? Oh yeah, he looks good, man. I I, I can't believe this guy was our goalie at Brock like three years ago. It's actually really hard to believe. Yeah, it, it, it's actually wild. Like you don't even think about that, and then it's like it's like wow. But yeah. no, good for him, man. Like honestly, there was this article that came out in the Athletic about his his come up, and and there's a lot of talk about Brock and stuff. And and some of these quotes were how uh, when he was at Brock, how he wanted to be an Uber Eats driver to make some money, and <laughs> his car was too beaten down that he like couldn't couldn't do it and like couldn't get the insurance for it. And I'm like oh man and this guy is like in the nhl like it's just crazy like how quickly things turn oh yeah it's it's actually wild but uh no i'm super happy for him like i don't know him too well obviously um you're close with him but uh just in the time that we spent with him really like him great guy so like i'm obviously rooting for him as well so if either of those guys win i think we're real happy with two showbound alum fighting for uh, rookie of the year hopefully yeah and uh Vesna pick my Vesna pick. I'm I'm also going with LT. I think, I think he's 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 such an underrated like this guy. No matter where he is, he always rises to the challenge. Like he he really like he battles hard. This guy is so competitive. We when when he was on on our podcast, if you remember, I tripped him about that time like when I when I scored on him in like the three on three tournament at Brock or whatever. I yeah. ripped on him high glove. By the way, no traffic from the slot and. Uh, <laughs> I remember, like, he was so angry at the time. Like, he hates giving up goals, especially to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, like, 
it, he's one of those guys like in practice he's fighting for every puck like after the drill's over and like the guys will play play it out or like he's diving across the crease like he will not give up a goal in practice like he's that type of guy like i, I think he's gonna win the vesna man i like that pick obviously for me um i lean to the shesterkin and vasilevskis of the world but i want to do a dark horse pick i'm gonna say jake ottinger um, that's a great pick too I, I like that one like obviously like not the first name that comes to mind when you think Vesna, but a guy who definitely will win one in his career and it could be this year he's on a big come up and i actually i think we can get him on this podcast and and you know i also want to get ty delandria back on we had him on in like our first five or six episodes and now he's had like two nhl seasons or like an an up and down in the nhl now he's like in the nhl like and and he's an interesting guy and he was like an had a really good OHL career. Like I, I'd like to have him back on again and chat. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, what else? We got uh, the team expected to make the playoffs that won't. You go first. Okay, this one. It it, it could be the Leafs. Like no, they might not. I don't like they. We're the Leafs are losing to Montreal, Arizona, like. I, Good teams yeah. don't lose those games, man. Every time, too. It's like, you, yeah, you might drop the odd one to, like, Arizona or whatever. But every time we play one of the bottom teams, we lose. Every time. It's like, yeah. you can count on it, man. And now, like, Matt, Matt Murray's injured after the first game. Like, it's already starting. Like I, So, it could be Leafs. Yeah. And other pick, I think the New York Rangers might miss. Yeah, I was, like, potentially, like, I for my picks, like, I, I, I like both of those picks. Like, those are, like, true like very like expected teams to make it like that you're saying like might not so for me like mine are kind of on the fence like the aisles um obviously like they're expected to make it they were expected to be great last year yeah um tough off season whatever like (laughs) but i don't know man like i don't think they're making it so i don't it's not really a dark like they missed last year so like I'm yeah. gonna say them. But on paper, water. they're good. Like they just two years, like the season before last, they went to the third round. Like they were, they were on the verge of going to the Cup final. Were they not? Yeah, and now they've just kind of fallen off the face of the earth. But my pick, my real pick, is gonna be the Minnesota Wild. I, I don't know. I just haven't liked what they've shown so far. But they do have such a good lineup that, I mean, you can't really count them out. But that's why we're making these random predictions, right? So. Yeah. No, those are good picks, man. And, like, you think Barzal wants out if they miss the playoffs? I don't know. I can't speak for other players, but definitely will be starting to get frustrated. Yeah, I think he's going to get, like, frustrated if they miss. Because he, he's a superstar, man. Oh, know. yeah. And, actually, I'm excited for our next wave of questions here because there is a few teams that look real good early, but who knows? They could fall off but they also could keep riding it. So I'll produce this question by saying teams that aren't expected to make the playoffs, but will make it. And you just let off. So I'm going to go, I'm going to give you three teams and they're all going to be from the Eastern conference. Okay. I'm going to give you Ottawa, Detroit, Buffalo. Mm, that That's great. Okay. So Ottawa is a good one, man. Like, they, I don't I don't know. I'm not sold on Detroit, but I really love what I'm seeing from Buffalo and Ottawa. So I had Buffalo in mind. Um, for me, I got Buffalo and Philly. 
like because I think Philly was so bad last year. I don't think they were really expected much, no. but like yeah, no is coming in and just like whipping them into shape. And, oh yeah. Uh, you know what, man? That reminds me. Another guy we have to get out. We got to get Zach Dolpe on again, like down the road. I want to hear, like, I want to go into Torts with him and stuff. I, I love that guy, by the way. Like, he's he's awesome. Um, Beauty, but, Beauty. but uh, oh, that was such a good interview. I'm just thinking. One, <laughs> one of the funny things, it came up in conversation while I, while I was on vacation, but the, the video of him singing on stage with Sarah McLaughlin, like, that, so that clip funny, was dude. so good. And that he says, I love you. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> like, absolutely incredible. And just, like, a class act guy. And, like, obviously, like I know you follow him on Instagram now, too. He, he's got a funny Instagram, too. Like, he's always posting kids. It's, like, stuff about his kids and, his like, kids stuff like that. too, man. Yeah, I, yeah. He's I, I love him. I'm a huge Zach Dolphy fan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big time. But, um, anyway, going back to the question. This is, I, I we're, we're all over the place. I think everyone loves this, though, from us. Yeah, um, hopefully. I mean, if not, we're wasting an hour of our life. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah, but um, Ottawa, they've done such a good job of, like, drafting and developing. Like, all these guys that are that are their top guys now are guys that they've drafted years ago, and everyone's kind of coming in at the right time. And, um, yeah, I guess they're, they're not expected to make it, but I, I definitely won't be surprised at this point. Like, they got some young guys who can really score. They had a great off season. Um, brought in some, some like Debrinket might score forty. Um, yeah, I wouldn't see like I wouldn't blink an eye. Yeah, score forty. I I can't believe Debrinket wasn't drafted to the O. Man, this guy was like like a dominant player. Did you ever were you in the league when he was in the league? No, 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 no. Way before he was, but like incredible, like. And stuff I've heard, just like absolutely nuts. And obviously, Sam Brook played with him, and we've heard about that. Like, yeah, that, well, that's what I remember that... watching him because, like, I'd I'd always watch Sam Brook's games, and I was like, "Who's this little guy who's like not stop scoring?" You know, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's he's nasty, man. And, and you see it more and more of these guys that aren't getting drafted, like Arbor Jack guy, who I I need to get this guy on here, and I will. Like we have so many connections to him. I think a uh, former St. Catharines Falcon Arbor Jack I, by the way. Come on. But how about how about this guy? Like, can we talk about him for a second? Okay, he ragdolls Cassian. He's also living up every moment on the halves right now. He's all over my like my social media. Like I'm seeing all these clips of him and stuff. But you know, he just got his first goal too. He's just tough. Like he's so tough. What do you think of him? Yeah, I saw this like in the fan questions. Uh, yeah, yeah, actually. So let me ask you the fan. One of the questions was, uh, um, where is it? Uh, how was it just, yeah, the question was, how was it playing against him? Like what you're seeing in the media right now is exactly what you had to play against in the OHL. Um, like, yeah, he was a man out there and like he's a big boy, he's strong. He just pumped Cassian. Like, and Cassian's been fighting in that league for a very long time. So it just goes to show you how how much of a good fighter and a strong player he is. So, you know, you, you, you definitely had to beware when he was on the ice, you know, you're keeping your head up out there, just trying to uh, be cautious of him. And he's a player that kind of like came out of nowhere, really. Like, I mean, he wasn't amazing before COVID. I didn't think personally, like it wasn't a bad player by any means, mm -hmm. but he, it wasn't like Kitch's top dog on D and yeah. then all of a sudden he's Kitch's bestie. He's tough. And now he's ragdolling guys. He's knocking guys out in fights. He's celebrating. He's getting suspended. He's scoring goals. And next <laughs> thing you know, he's he's got an NHL contract. He's back in the O. He's the sheriff in the O. 
And now I see an NHL Montreal Canadiens post calling him the sheriff of the NHL. Oh, so that's I, that's a little too soon. I know. I want to see him fight Reeves before they get a lot of people are commenting that man, and I would I would love to see that fight. But um, it honestly, like if he can take down Reeves, then maybe he's the sheriff. Yeah, I want the nickname though Wi-Fi. I love that. Yeah, that's pretty good. And actually, so funny story here. So he. When he was playing in the O, like Danny Caddick, one of my great buddies, big friend of the pod, yeah. um, big supporter of the podcast as well. So uh, in Saginaw, he's always running his mouth on the bench. And I've actually heard an Arbor Jack guy interview um, about him talking about this moment. So Danny's always barking at guys and yelling at them from the bench. And he goes by and he called him Alphabet Boy because his name is just a bunch of scrambled word, uh, letters from the alphabet. He goes, hey, alphabet boy. And Jack, I just kind of looks over. He's got nothing to say. He, he was like, and I heard him in the interview. He's like, yeah, well, that, that's one of the better ones I've ever heard, alphabet boy. So alphabet boy is now Wi-Fi guy, I guess. <laughs> that's funny, man. Oh, yeah, that, that's jokes. But I, I've become a, a big fan of him, like his game. And, and even I, I've said this throughout like the OHL playoffs last year. Like I just started becoming a huge fan of his game. I didn't think he was going to step right into the NHL. Um, Nor did I. And I think if you look at Hamilton, I think he's the game breaker. I think if you put him on Windsor, Windsor wins. Like, you know, like I think yeah. he was that big of a deal for them. And yeah, stepping into the show, like you said. His his come up's been quick and I don't know, man. It's uh, And you know what? Go Even while we're talking about Montreal, Slavkovsky in the preseason Everyone was like, he's not going to make the team. Like, he's a boss. Like, I can't believe how quick people are to judge on these first overall picks. Like, it's I, I was actually losing. Like, he does. He didn't score in every preseason game, so he's not gonna. He's not gonna make it, or he's not like he's not gonna be good. Like, what are people thinking, man? And it's it's just crazy. Have you heard about all that stuff going on before? Oh yeah, man. And actually, I want to talk about the fact that the guy's two fifty, like two hundred and forty six pounds, and he's like eighteen or whatever. Like, I think he's too big, though. I think he needs to slim down a little, and he, like. He, so he can speed up like is he he might be too big like i haven't i haven't watched him to be honest like i can't comment on that but like 246 at 18 like what, what's this guy gonna play at 270 when he's a man like come on <laughs> you think he's actually 18 i don't know man <laughs> he, he, i mean nhl says he's 18 he's 18 <laughs> yeah all right no he's he's a, a freak though like man a freak they, sure. He must have been working out since he was like 12. Oh, they've had him on the creatine since he was, yeah, eight years yeah. old. Just pumping, pumping a bench press at eight years it's old. All, it's all water weight wash. He's going to get off the creatine and he's going to be a twig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um. anyway, and then, well, just one one quick thing before we move on to the, the reverse retro trees. We talked about the Sabres quickly. We didn't really go into it, but they, they are actually looking good. And uh, if they make some moves at the deadline, like if they just want to pick up a couple things, um, couple pieces they they could be a, a team that can make it out of the first round potentially right? yeah and they're a team that's setting up for the long term too it's yeah. not just okay they're gonna make it here and then that's the end of them this is this is looking good for buffalo fans for a long time i think yeah i think they just need a good a really solid number one goalie yeah i agree Every team does. I mean, the Leafs definitely do. But Samsonov so far has been good. I, I actually, I can't believe the Leafs. Like, it, they, they're just frustrating me. Like, they, they played a night against uh, Vegas. I think the game's going on now against LT. So, yeah, uh, Vegas is up one nothing. Okay, there you go. 
Is is LT a net? Um, yeah, he is. One save, one thousand save percentage. Not bad. Um, there you go. That's no winner. <laughs> yeah, but um, okay. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna share my screen here. We're gonna look at some reverse retro jerseys. Everybody, go to the uh, YouTube right now. Cool. We're stepping up our game right now. Here it is. Here it is. So everybody. Yeah, everybody check this out. We're we're not gonna do every single one because that'll take too long, but we'll we'll pick a couple. I wanted to do um this Montreal Canadiens. What do you think about the Habs one? It's not bad. It's okay. I, I I'm a big baby blue guy. I really like it. Florida to the left of it is one of my favorites. Like okay. I really oh, like the sick. Florida one. So like what do you okay, think of both of those baby blue ones? So I like the Florida one. I like it a lot. I don't like the Montreal one. And See, I, I've never liked the Montreal logo anyway. Yeah, the toilet seat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I just think, like, it looks kind of cool, I guess, like, the contrast of colors. But it's also, like, where did it come from? Like, why are they light blue now? I don't I don't know. It's just, Yeah, it's not, it's not retro. It's just like, hey, let's just throw something together, I feel like. It seems, yeah, it seems so weird going, like, that far off base with like a light blue i don't know and then yeah. okay at the we're doing this one at the same time detroit and chicago what do you think of those they're the exact same basically they are Detroit it just didn't me... care about their font like they forgot to like do a font in chicago <laughs> put something yeah they were making the jersey and they just forgot to use the font um <laughs> oh man like i mean original six vibes a little bit like yeah it's, it's retro you could say they're retro for sure it's retro i think the detroit one's a little plain it looks like more of like a, a christmas sweater it, it actually uh, does yeah and then the chicago one's a little bit better because they got a little bit going on but yeah i, I guess if, it, if we're going full retro it's okay but I, I would like to see a logo mixed in maybe but i guess back in the day they didn't have logos so yeah okay i i agree with everything you said um just quickly the jets one i think is nasty i love that i think it looks great what do you think no i think it's cool yeah anytime you can get that old school jets logo going uh you, you throw it on anything i can i think they kept it pretty simple it looks sharp yeah tampa's i like you like that yep. one solid i love the ducks oh yeah right i i love that too the orange is so nice it looks great i, I really like that logo um let's go sharks yeah i was gonna say i want to do sharks i i like this the old uh california golden seals jersey i i really do too i i would have loved to see a seal on there but i guess you can't really um because it's like fully changing but i mean i love the colorway on it i was actually just talking to my girlfriend today i was like i i gotta see if i can get one of those they're cool they they look awesome and i heard um one of the uh, sharks people said, like, um, like sharks media people said that it uh, it'll look even better with the full gear on, like the, the yeah. gear they got, which which we haven't seen yet. The public haven't seen. Apparently, it all looks really good together. So I'm excited to see that one. Um, go on th- this this like Abbotsford Canucks one looks cool. It's the, literally their AHL jersey. Like it looks nice. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I was just about to mention how much I like that one. Um, yeah, I think that's good. I don't like Arizona. I don't like this. I, I'm not a huge fan either. I don't like what's going on at the bottom. I I don't. I like the logo. I think they could have got a better colors going on though. Uh, yeah, I don't like the orange man. I mean, yeah, it's like desert vibes and stuff. But 
it's just tough. It's a tough year to be Arizona. I, I think Jacob Chicken's faking his injury until he gets traded. No, I'm just kidding. He, he, I'm kidding. He's definitely injured, but um, I don't think he wants to play there. Uh, what else we got here? I got um, to say, I think Florida – Florida or Anaheim's my favorite. Uh, let's let's just give give your least favorite and then. Okay, Detroit least favorite. For oh, sure. okay, okay. Let's uh, get rid of the like. Don't count them or Montreal because we already okay. talked on that. Um. Okay, give me one second. Uh... Okay, let's okay. say it at the same time. So if it, if it's the same one, then that's okay. Okay, and, and and not Arizona because we just. Oh, okay. I was gonna that. say Arizona. Okay, then let me let me think for one more second. Um, I'm just looking through them. Uh, some of some of them are, are nice. Like I like this Minnesota one. I do um, too. God, this is a hard one. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't. Other than those ones, like I don't have one that stands out as. Oh, actually, yeah, I do. Okay. Oh, want to do on go. You want to say yeah, on, on on like after one, then we say it. Okay, three, two, one, Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, yeah, and, and they it, they're like it's glow in the dark. It's glow in the dark. Like, who cares that you play with yeah. the lights on? Like I I and you do have to give them like the benefit of the doubt. Like they have no re- retro to go to. Yeah. But I feel like Seattle made a little bit better. Yeah, they're just cool. I like Seattle. Yeah. Man. Like I, I think it's okay, but I, I feel like Vegas could have done a better job. But uh, yeah, I guess that's a wrap on our ratings on the reverse retro, and I'm glad we were, uh, we we're on the same page there. Yeah. No, that was that was good. Good stuff. Um. Okay. Couple things. I have a que- a random question for you, and then we'll get in the fan questions. We can wrap it up. I feel like we've been going a good chunk of time, and yeah, I think we're well over an hour now, like an hour ten, hour fifteen. Yeah, uh, I have no. I, I think it's less if I had to guess, but we don't time these things. We just go. But um, the, I, I like this episode right now. By the way, if you like it as a listener or a viewer or whatever, drop a comment, drop a message. We read all of them. We love it. Feedback is also good. If you don't like it, feedback is great. We want to make it so that you guys like it um so let us know but so i saw this question uh i think i saw it in like an article on facebook and this is a question elon musk asks uh like his top engineers that he's hiring for like tesla and spacex and stuff (laughs) in their interviews and he says like top engineer top engineers usually will like they should get it right but the average person like probably won't get it right so the question is um, so if you and don't, you, get it, you know, you know the answer. Yeah, I know the answer. Okay. So, but if I'm going to ask you and ask the listeners, I'm, we'll give them a chance to figure it out. And now don't feel bad listeners or you, if you don't get it, because like Elon Musk says, like the top engineers are the ones that get this and the average person doesn't, but who knows if you get it, then you're very smart and you should apply for SpaceX. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so the question is you are on the surface of the earth. Okay. You travel one mile South one mile east and one mile north and you end up in the exact same spot as where you started where are you on the surface of the earth no okay i mean yeah i mean you are yes that's yeah 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 okay so yeah you you, i thought that was your answer like you're yeah you are on the surface of the earth yeah yeah so like we're staying there yeah. So we're we're one south, we're one north, and we're one east. Yeah. 
but I'm in the same spot. Yeah. Is it simpler than we think? Sort of. It's not necessarily like an obvious answer, but when you hear the answer, you'll you'll understand. I think. It, it's it's hard. Like it's it's hard to to comprehend unless like I guess like only like people who think a certain way or the engineers of the world or whatever get this one. So definitely no shame in uh in not knowing. I got it wrong as well. Is it because I don't know, like the like am I the same place in terms of the sun? I don't know. Like I have no I You're, I have no idea. Yeah, okay. I'll 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 tell you the answer and explain it. Um the answer is you're on the North Pole. That's the answer. Um What? Cuz think about it this way. Think the Earth is a globe. The North Pole is at the top. If you go a mile down, a mile to the right, to the left, east, west, like wherever, and then you go a mile back up, you're still going to be at the top. You're still at the North Pole. Okay, yeah, you that makes that? sense. So even yeah. if you go a mile down like 500 miles, east and then one up you're still back at the north pole because you're at the peak yeah so that's that's okay. you have to think about it like that so it's a it's a complex question but when you hear the answer like it, it makes sense but it's hard to to think about yeah i i feel like there's people who would try to argue that but like i mean if elon musk says it's legit i'll, I'll believe it well it you, can't, you can't really up. argue it no, but I, I feel like there's people that would be like well no i'm still like over there but like i'm not there but like obviously you're at the peak you're at the north pole yeah like you would you would if you think about it as a globe like if you put your hand on the top you put your hand down like an inch to the right an inch and up an inch you're still at the very top in the same spot yeah. so yeah it uh it, anyway it's an interesting one and, and not necessarily you know it's weird for a hockey podcast or whatever we are but we're just like we're, we're different um yeah <laughs> okay, we'll get into a couple fan questions. We've been going long, so only a few. Um, someone says, how are the Barry Colts this year, and when do you play the 67s? Barry Colts are great this year. Don't know when we play the 67, <laughs> but looking forward to it, and whoever asked that, hope to see them in the crowd. Yeah, I'm sure they will be there. Um, Cardsy, welcome back to the OHL. Sick goal against Mississauga on Saturday. Thank you. Feels great to be back in the OHL, and – yeah, I appreciate that. Sometimes uh, you get lucky and they go in. So there was a lot of questions of just like people saying not a question, just say hi to cards. You're like not a question. Welcome back. Like, like <laughs> that. Um, we got from friend of the podcast, Ethan Keppen. Cardsy, wishing you good luck in your last OHL season. OA year is always the most fun. Oh, yeah, appreciate that, Cap. A little little heartfelt message. Yeah. Uh, making me a little emotional but uh I, last year junior i'm really looking forward to it i mean been in this league for a long time and i mean you've seen guys go through this league you've seen guys go through university and stuff and your last year is always the biggest and it's it's the most exciting for you and uh, to be a leader so i'm looking forward to this year a lot i remember when i was in barry there and uh, i was talking to some of the rookies now you would have been a second year guy um at that point but like a couple of the first year eligible guys and I was telling them, like, you're going to blink and be in a way. Like, and, and when you hear it, you, you, you're like, come on, like, I'm 16. Like, there's going to be, they're like, I'm not even going to be in a way. I'm going to be in the show by then. But, nah, um, yeah. but like, I, I said, like, just, 
you want to cherish your time here because it's like going to be the best years of your life and like it will fly by and you don't even know and then then you get things like covid that take away a year and stuff like that and like now now you're in OA all of a sudden and i'm sure you just remember stepping into saginaw and just joining the league and stuff so like it, it flies by but it is like it's most fun the most money you get your like 400 something dollars and um it's uh you can afford a couple more lunches now that's about yeah it yeah maybe i can get a car wash and stuff like that <laughs> treat myself but uh god the ohl is so much fun man and just like like you said yeah i was texting my billets in saginaw the other day and like it, it felt like i just moved in and just met them the other day when i was 15 years old here i am sitting at 20 years old now in my last year and I lived with Cole Koski, who we've had on the pod, and he was an older guy. And he's like, man, it goes fast. Like, be ready. All of a sudden, there's a COVID year. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, it's it's fine. Like, I still got my years. Like, it's fine. And here I am. I got six, seven months left, as long as I can take this year. And, yeah, it's it's crazy that it's coming to an end. But uh, the farewell tour has officially begun. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy, man. You're, you're growing up. And uh, one question – for me, I got um, who does Rask like better, ice dogs or colds? I saw that. Yeah, um, I don't like it's it's hard. I love both teams. I love the Colts. I'll always love the Colts, and I'll probably always, I guess, love the ice dogs. Like anyone who gives you a a chance, like n- obviously, I'm not a player, like, but just you know, wants to hire you and like wants you to be there and stuff. Um, you know, you gotta, you gotta love that similar, like with you being a player, like you never grew up a San Jose Sharks fan, but now they're going to be your favorite team, you know? Um, yeah. So I love both of them. I, I love the Colts and I actually grew up. Um, I was never like, a, I guess I didn't go to enough OHL games growing up to like be a fan of a team, but I, I think I, if I had to pick a team growing up, it would have been the Colts as my team because they were the closest one to, to me where I lived. Yeah. Um, so I'll always love the Colts and, I'll always love the ice dog. So I can't pick one, but but um, before both of those is the Badgers. Yeah, I love the Badgers. Like <laughs> Yeah. Badger for life, but Badgers are my number one. I've put so much of my like life and heart life. into them. Your life, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like, I, I actually love that team. And and it's so cool how pro like pro our our program is. When when you're in town, like I hope maybe if Bro, I'll just come up. I just gotta come up on an off day because I want to go to the, your bro's winery, like not like it's wine store, like and like do all that. Like I want to, like I want to see it all and stuff because like I know there's only gonna be probably like a year or two more of you being at Brock before you're moving up to pro and stuff like that too. So, like I'm, I, I want to be able to get up there and let's let's do that. Let's let's do that next off day. I can come up. Hopefully, it's like a Sunday too. We can relax and do that. Yeah, no, that that'd be fun, man. Hit the falls too. I want to go on the uh, the maid of the mist, but anyway, that's that's for another time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> random, but uh, yeah, I mean, okay, that's that's all I got here. Um, this has been a good episode. It's obviously been great catching up with you. I've been looking forward to this one. Like we've had so much to talk about. So yeah, we're oh, gonna yeah. get back to the regular episodes. We have a good crop of guests lined up. I'm actually really excited for the ones we have coming up. So I think. Uh, you guys have a lot to look forward to, as do we. And, uh, yeah, you uh, you take it away. Yeah, I mean, with that being said, it's spooky season. It's fall. 
pumpkin spice lattes, whatever you got to do, pumpkin patch picking, get your costumes ready. It's beautiful weather. I just enjoyed 20 degree weather here today. It's almost even like San Jose a little bit, but uh, so uh, everyone's soaking these last few days of good weather we have and enjoy uh, Halloween this weekend. Uh, it's going to be fun. I know everyone be safe, trick-or-treating, all that. But, uh, yeah, enjoy with your family and friends. And uh, nice to catch up with you, Rask. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do it again next week.